Welcome to Real Doofs. I'm Drew. I'm Brian. And I'm Laura. And this is a podcast that we do. And uh, this is tipped uh, specifically the um, end of the year wrap up. It is the new year. When you hear this, it'll still be the new year. So, uh, we, you know, we didn't uh, get this prior. This is just our kind of tribute to the dumpster fire that 2022 was, <laughs> uh, though it did have some shining uh, lights uh, at some point or another. So uh, Brian, Laura, always a pleasure to uh, see and hear you. Super excited to uh, get to chat with you about uh, uh, 2022. Yeah, I'm excited to focus on the good parts of the year. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, yes, that would be... That's that'd be lovely. Um, so, yeah, I think um, if if any of you who are listening to this do, I don't know if you follow our our social media at all or you just look at occasionally. But um, uh, Laura, Brian, and myself, we posted our top ten favorite movies of the year, um, which was seemingly a difficult task because uh, at first I was like. I only saw five movies and then I went through a list and was like, wow, I've seen like 30 something movies this year. Okay, cool. We did count movies that were direct to streaming and things like that. As long as it came out in this calendar year of 2022, mm-hmm. uh, it counted to, to be in there. So, um, yeah. So I think what we want to do, if you saw our top 10, uh, the three of us are going to go through, start this thing off with, uh, kind of, talking through our top five um, movies we watched, kind of why we enjoyed it, what it meant to us. Uh, Fairly quickly, though, we'll get through it, and uh, we'll jump on to a a few other things after that. Does that that sound like a plan, both of you? (laughs) That sounds like a plan. (laughs) I thought you were waiting for the the audience to answer. That was We have a nope. new uh, feature on our podcast now where we wait for you to answer and then we go. I'm just waiting for us to set up our Twitch channel so we can have our, our audience just be Ugh. on while we're doing it. What is it? Like fan subs, fan like uh, s- subs. We're going to get subs. I don't know what that means. Like, is it food? Is it like subscriptions? I don't know. I love that. Oh man, now I want a sub. I kind of do too. Like I had this a decent great. dinner. Like that, I just destroyed. But now I want to sub. Like Jersey Mike's is down the road, and they're not even that great. Yeah, I was, I was gonna ask: Is Jersey Mike's good? I see them popping up. All oh, over the place, I like Jersey Mike's. They're good. Mike's. No, they're like they're good, but they're not like great. Like I mean, Laura, it's they're not like it, great, right? Like it's they're better good. than Subway. Way better than Subway, but not the same okay. as like a pizza shop like grinder. Yeah. So yeah, like, okay. here's my 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 thought of that. I think that for what it has, it's better than Subway, but Subway has more variety of types of sandwiches I could eat. Like, there's literally like eight different sandwiches at Jersey Mike's. That's that's what you get. It's like, you want you want this Jersey sandwich or do you want that Jersey sandwich? <laughs> and I'm like, I would like a chicken parm sandwich. They're like, get the fuck out of here. You get some chicken Philly if you want. And they're like, they don't call it a Philly because they're from Jersey. So anyway. Sorry, just getting a little excited about Jersey Mike's at this point. So, anyhow. Um, but yeah, yep, subs. So, um, why don't we start off with our, our top fives here then? So, uh, Laura, are you going first? Sure, or do we want to do like 
I'm trying to think of the best way to do this because we have some that are the same. So maybe, yeah, we can start with. Yeah, I think we can, even (laughs) even if we go over something that's the same, we just don't have to spend a ton of time going over it i mean all right yeah, yeah, yeah if if you like something and i like it for a different reason i'll explain that but. we'll start off with both of our number fives then which Fair. was uh jackass forever oh, which i was God. so happy that you had it on there as well because i thought you guys were gonna make fun of me for having jackass <laughs> on my list honestly i was when i sent it i was like please don't judge me <laughs> i know that was funny you're like don't judge me and i was like uh it's on my top <laughs> 10 like it's in the top five for me um did you yeah. see it bry no I, I don't think i've actually ever seen <gasps> okay. a jackass movie all the way through i kind of missed out on that where it was know, cool yeah yeah where i probably like wasn't allowed to watch them when i was a kid and then i was just like not interested um, by the yeah. time i was old enough so there's no nostalgia for me there is something about a movie or or a show like this, or like Jackass, that that it's so dumb. It's something you would never do, <laughs> and you feel in a mm-hmm. sense bad for laughing at people's pain. Mm. But it feels like you're part of this family. Like like we all probably yeah. pranked our our friends. Like and yeah. but not to the degree. I mean, like like you know, we my my friends and I we like loved like there was like a. Um, old liquor store on my on my street that had like uh the ground was a little unstable and it was like always formed like this like huge puddle whenever it rained and in wintertime it froze over we literally would just like shove each other on the ice <laughs> like stupid and this reminds me of that but they just go so above and beyond yeah um what i could ever imagine it's just fun to watch i literally put it on last night just to be like <laughs> i i want to watch this again because it like I could be on my phone, but look up and just laugh hysterically or, mm-hmm. or gag and laugh because something was way too far. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think Brian like nailed it for me with the nostalgia because mm-hmm. I remember, I mean, I don't know when Jackass, the TV show came out, but I had to be fairly young. It, it was early 2000s. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know you, why we, I seemed like I was much younger We were still at the time, in high but, school. Okay. Yeah. But I definitely remember watching it. So it was like, yeah, growing up with them and yeah. This, yeah i was worried that this movie wasn't going to be as good as the other ones because so much time had passed but oh it was my God. it was great it was probably one of the best ones it yeah out of it all was of them. yeah it was so and just like the ending too they they i think it's kind of a sign off for the original uh people because they're in their like late 40s and 50s now and they're yeah. getting like you know um mauled by bulls and things <laughs> like that like like Johnny Knoxville literally had brain damage from getting like mauled by a bull in this movie. You could kind of see that he stepped back a little more in this one. He yeah. was more on the sidelines and not as involved yeah. as much. So, but one of my favorite running gags too is that um, Jeff Tremaine is the director. He's directed all of them and he's been part of the show from the beginning. Um, but since the first movie, like music video and and film director spike jones is always in this these movies (laughs) randomly he usually will play um he'll dress in prosthetics and play this like old woman um uh, for like this thing they didn't do it in this one but he popped in for some for at one point um it's just i'm always like excited to see spike jones and things because like again he's a phenomenal director and he doesn't direct enough uh i in my opinion but yeah, 
Brian nailed it for both of us. It is a nostalgia piece. Um, it's so weirdly a feel good thing. Yeah. <laughs> even though it's just a bunch of friends pranking each other and things that, you know, you want it, you'd always want to do, but you just wouldn't go that far. Yeah. They go that far, you know? Um, there's like, Again, I was watching last night. There was one thing where, like, they pranked uh, people. They brought them into a room and they showed them a, like, super venomous snake. And then they left the room. Then they were called back into the room. Of course, the snake was taken out. But then they literally just locked the door on the two and shut the lights out. And Johnny Knoxville was wearing, like, night vision goggles in the room and was, like, had a snake noise playing and, like, <laughs> and was, like, don't move, you guys. We're going to get you out. And, like, it's, like, and it was just, like, and they're, like, freaking out. It's just random shit like that that's just, like, I like things like this I would have done on my own camcorder with friends. Mm -hmm. And, um. Yeah, it just has a special feeling. Like, it really does. Like, before the movie came out in February, my wife and I purchased all the other movies and watched them leading up to to this one. <laughs> That's and awesome. It, yeah. it was just fun. The we Jackass were, Cinematic yes, Universe. But, like, <laughs> yeah. but you had to, like, we had to fast forward anytime someone, like, threw up, which is, like, at several times. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those sometimes are a little too much for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, always Brian. There's always a cameraman who's been part of it from the beginning who does have a weak stomach, so if something gross happens, they always cut to him, like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, gagging it out. And, like, it's just... I don't know something about it. It's just yeah. so familiar and and friendly and and feels like family. And I couldn't yeah. not put it in my top ten. And <laughs> it's like that close in my top five. I love it. I love yeah, it a lot. Fun. Uh, we Over can... to you, Brian. Yeah, you your number five. Your five? Uh, my number five is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now, uh, tell me about this, because honestly, I really enjoyed Doctor Strange, but I was surprised for me it didn't make it even in, I don't think, in my top 10. So tell, it didn't, tell us. And I ranked it higher, I believe, than any other MCU movie that came out th that year, above Black Panther and above Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder came pretty close to 10, I think. Mm. Um, Multiverse of Madness, I think the reason why I personally just enjoyed watching it more is because they got uh, Sam Raimi back to direct this is a movie that Sam Raimi wanted to direct years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and some of the first like movies that I owned were, was the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. I loved those movies. I was at the right age when those came out. I was, uh, I was probably eight or nine when the first one came out and uh, just fucking loved those movies. Mm. And so to see him direct a comic book movie today, he has such a unique way of directing a film. Like his style. His style is so specific. And you probably know more about like where that comes from, from like his horror origins. I was going like, to say, you in know, doing his... like a comic book thing. It's so unique compared to like other films. And so it was just fun to see him back to see like Bruce Campbell show up again, all these mm -hmm. little like in jokes. And it was such a wild movie. Like they just haven't done anything up to this scale before. Whereas Every other movie that came out, they've done that before. Yeah. And Black Panther was fantastic. It was a really good movie, but it was a it was a pretty cut and dry, you know, Marvel film aside from the parts that made me cry. But like yeah. this was just different. Sam Raimi was back. I had a lot of fun watching it. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm -hmm. The um I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh Gomez, the actress oh, who plays uh Zochi. I think it's Zochi Gomez. Zochi Gomez. I think so. Um, 
She was great. Just like a lot of fun. It was a, just a fun movie. And then Elizabeth Olsen just is incredible. I know. Oh my God. So she's good. the best. Um, you know what other trilogy of movies he directed, right? I mean, you kind of brought it up a second ago. I know he does horror movies. I don't actually know. I don't <laughs> he remember. Did, is he does the Evil Dead ones? He did the first three Evil oh, Dead movies okay. with Bruce Campbell. So okay. not only does Bruce Campbell show up in every, almost all of his movies, he cameos since beginning, but also his original tan, I think it's an Oldsmobile, uh, Sam yeah. Raimi's uh, car shows up in every movie, including, including multiverse, multiverse like of Madness. floating or something. Yeah, right? and then the verse with the bat in the multi- in the in the universe with the evil Doctor Strange. When they're walking through New York, there is a car that's like smashed and floating a little bit, and it's his old tan Oldsmobile. I love that. Which now that we're past five, I guess we probably should say up front that we're going to be talking about movies from last year. I know I haven't watched every movie from last year. Oh so yeah, spoiler alerts. Heavy yeah. spoilers. For the next <laughs> I'm, I'm going to attempt to not about. spoil a, a lot. At least the endings are too many things, especially with this next one. Laura's got. I was just going to say with the not, <laughs> next I, one I, I we wanna, talk about. Yeah, I want to talk in code about it specifically. Uh, <laughs> also, because uh, this is going to be one that I'm going to put up for our make Brian choose. <laughs> Uh, for Halloween, I think. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, yeah, talking about that, then I guess um, my number four was Barbarian, and that was mm, your yes. Drew's number two. Yeah, it'll be um, my number two. Yep. So, yeah, trying to think of how we can talk about this without just you talk about fully, why, you, why it's why is it, giving why it is away. Barbarian, your number four, without <laughs> giving any details. It does have one of my favorite actors in it um okay but if i tell you who it is then it will give it away for anyone that hasn't seen it because it's kind of like uh you're not expecting it to like go the way that it does it's very quick change in the movie and you're like holy shit this person's in this movie anyone that has seen it will know what we're talking (laughs) about um but it was just it was a an interesting horror movie that you you thought it was going to go one way and then they completely take you in a whole different direction. That's fun. I like movies that do that. A lot of like, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of movies that end up high up on my list that are like, if they can just like subvert your expectations in that way, it's, it's, it's exactly. Yeah. And if you do, if anyone hasn't watched it or Brian, if you are going to watch it, I'd suggest not even watching the trailer for it and just going in like completely without knowing anything. Okay. So my number four for the year was actually glass onion. Um, I have to say though, by writing, by the time we made the list, I think it's growing even more on me. Um, Okay. So I was such a fan of Knives Out when it came out. Like, uh, I think you saw it first, Brian, or did Joe see it first? Someone in the, originally, like with Doofs, like um, saw it, and we kind of talked about it. Yeah. And I know I saw it like a couple of weeks after it came out. I feel like you might have seen it first. I Brian. saw it in theaters. Yeah, I did too. Um, but it was it was definitely in December, not on like Thanksgiving time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was so good and i was like oh my god and as soon as i heard they like they were making another one i was i was like can't wait and the cast was phenomenal and the the mystery part of it the fact that again no spoilers as to what happens but all the clues 
are are I've watched so many like videos after now. They're they're all the clues are literally in front of us. We we all yeah. could have solved the movie at the halfway point. Yeah. Um but it was so entertaining that our focuses were and again Ryan Johnson such a brilliant writer and director made one of the best Star Wars movies ever. Um so smart on every layer of this onion that like it it's just brilliant and and just I don't know wild and funny so much funny stuff in there I really want to try uh, Jeremy Renner's hot sauce um, so I would buy a, and if it helps him out I'd buy ten bottles of it right now uh, get well soon Jeremy Renner um, but really like just these little details uh, in there. Uh, I saw in a video that one of the things they did as a joke also was, um, and again, this is not a spoiler. It doesn't, it's not a clue or anything. It's just something to notice in the background, but there is this giant portrait of Edward Norton in the movie <laughs> and he's ripped and they literally took uh, his head and put it on uh, um, Brad Pitt's Tyler Durden body from Fight Club. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Yeah. So like there were just all that. these little nods and things. It was just fun to try to you that's another thing on if you watch the first one and you knew the type of movie you were getting into you were trying to look for clues mm -hmm. and you might have overlooked things and just to see it all put together was beautiful and yeah. fun and great and I, I i did like it a lot and it's definitely in my top five completely um it might be moving up a little bit but it's definitely just great it was just fun yeah what about you brian what was your number four my number four was the unbearable weight of massive talent, uh, which I like saw. Luckily, like saw a trailer for just shortly before it came out in the theaters, and I dragged my partner to the theaters. <laughs> I was like, "We're watching this in theaters." Uh, I really like making an effort to go to the movies to see mm -hmm. something that isn't yeah. owned by Disney, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's most of my theater going experiences. But it was just so fun. It was just such a good movie. So if you don't know what this is, it's a, it's a Nicolas Cage movie where Nicolas Cage plays himself. Um, and it's, uh, he is at his cagiest and <laughs> it references a whole bunch of films, which even then, like, I, I know I haven't seen all of them. So it, like I, some of the references are lost on me, but it was still just like a good movie in and of itself. And just a, a blast. Pedro Pascal's in it. And he is uh, so good him and Nick Cage, their chemistry is so yeah. good together. Like I could, I would watch another, like <laughs> I want a whole trilogy of just Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage, like writing movies together or something. Cause it was, it was really, really good. I think what you said about seeing certain movies in the movie theater, like I watched this the other day at home and I did love it as well. It made my top 10, but I think if I saw it in the theater, it probably would have been higher because mm. it's just one of those mm. movies. I think that, seeing it in the movie theater would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I have to give it another shot. Um, I started watching it. I purchased it. I bought it and I got about halfway through and I, I think it was like in the summer after I was sick and the whole family had gotten sick. Um, and I just, I never finished it. And I, and it, to me it was like, okay that I, didn't finish it. Yeah. So I want to, um, I do want to really give it a second go, but like, I, I didn't hate it at all. I just wasn't like, 
Like I wasn't like in need of seeing. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't. I didn't yeah. have to, but I do want to because it is supposedly just so freaking fun. And I think you yeah. need to be in the mood to watch a movie like that because it it's one of those that it knows that it's being corny, but it also has a good storyline and it it like wraps up well as a movie at the end. But you definitely have to be in the mood to <laughs> like right. Watch yeah. Nick Cage as Nick Cage. It made me want to watch Con Air because I love yeah. Con Air and yep, it yeah. was great. Yeah, I wanted to go watch Face Off. <laughs> I oh, forgot Face Off. Face Off. Oh, nice. That was great. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, boy. All right, Laura, your number three. So my number three was Smile. Um, did either, I'm, I'm assuming Brian did not see Smile. I saw <laughs> the trailer for it, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, I watched uh, over half of it. It, it was on streaming. I was just, anytime I had extra time, I'd throw like 20 minutes on. I never finished it. It was, it was, you know, it was definitely um, creepy. It was cool, but I just, again, I, what a, what a like a dick. I'm just like starting to watch. I'm like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not coming back. I'm, I'm just done. Yeah, and for me, it was more of that. It was just creepy and it's been a while since a mm-hmm. movie like actually gave me some jump scares where I was creeped out, like watching it at home at night. Um, yeah. The storyline oh, was, it, the storyline was okay. It was different. Um, it's kind of predictable. Um, storyline, like once you're halfway through the movie, you're like, all right, I see where this is going. But for me, mm. yeah, it was just the, I just really love scary movies and it had some really good different ways of, of creeping you out for sure. Mm. Yeah. It didn't go where I was expecting in the beginning. So I am ex- I, I wouldn't, I would definitely come back and see if it mm-hmm. keeps going where, where I thought it might. Sweet. All right. So let's um, go to your, yeah. My your... number three was the Batman. Um, being a huge comic book fan and I was very excited about this for the years before it came out because uh, COVID stopped production on it and they pushed it back a year and uh, it was supposed to come out I think in 2021 they moved it to 2022 um, it was just a really unique look at um, at a character like the Batman uh, it was awesome not having to see his origin story again for the like hundredth time, but to him being coming in as a uh, masked vigilante, but he was still very new at it. It's only his like second year being the Batman. Um, when, when people said it, when, when you, when we heard Robert Pattinson was cast, like I was not one of those haters. I was actually really intrigued. Um, there were Robert Pattinson has had a uh, post twilight career that has been um very interesting he has not been one who's just gone and picked money making movies he's actually gone for things that interest him um so i i thought he would be a really good choice and i was not wrong he was phenomenal colin farrell was amazing the story was was essentially the superhero version of one of my favorite thrillers seven um the movie (laughs) seven is basically that movie but with batman in it and it was dark and creepy and weird. Um, I got behind it full force. And the thing is, three hours long. Like, how did Warner Brothers even let that happen? Like, they're like, I'm just surprised and and delighted by that. So, uh, yeah, it was just a great movie and it was beautiful looking too. That was another thing. Like some of these shots in the movie, they utilized the same uh tech 
that they did that they do in the Mandalorian, where essentially instead of doing green screen, where you have to pretend that you're you don't use that yo you're on an ice planet and you have to pretend that it's cold, they set up this like igloo basically of screens that have LED lights that project a virtual reality actual like background so you physically see the ice planet you're on you physically see the background and that helps the actors act better um it's not gonna just fully replace green screen at all but it's um just you it's being used a lot more today um since the mandalorian came out in 2019 it's been used utilized in movies a lot more um it just provides more striking look uh, visuals and I really, really dig it. So yeah, that's my, my number three. It was uh, also Brian's number three. It was also my number three uh, for all the same reasons that Drew said, except I, I, I don't think I was actually like looking forward to this movie as much. I, th- mm. I think I was kind of just like, Oh great. Like another Batman that isn't connected to anything. Like I'm definitely more of a Marvel fan. So D- the way that DC's handled their universe has been like frustrating. Cause I do want to see like a really good, superman movie or whatever but then they were just doing batman and i'm like all right this is like the fourth (laughs) incarnation of a batman movie Mm. and they nailed it it was it was a lot of fun to see him as like a detective Mm -hmm. the cast was like robert pattinson was great but uh like andy circus as alfred which i was skeptical of was like also really cool paul dano as uh as riddler was like fantastic um zoe kravitz jeffrey wright uh, was such a good casting choice too. Yes. Such a good uh, James Corden. Um, so I, I don't know. Really, really cool cast. Music was fantastic. Um, the guy who did the music, I think, drew before the movie even came out. You sent me the soundtrack, so I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. listened to the soundtrack before I saw the movie even. Um, and then I actually listened to a podcast with the the writer of the soundtrack who um, did like video games previously. Um, and did a lot of work with like J.J. Abrams and stuff. And he's mm. just a cool dude who writes really good music. Is uh, that is that Michael, uh, I can't Giancarlo say. Carlo or something? Giancarlo, Giacocci. It sounds like a G. Guy. It's Italian-y name. Yeah. yeah, and he always names his tracks. Always like a fun thing. Like he did the music for the new Star Trek series yep. that J.J. Abrams did. And I remember like, like the track names were spoilery, but they were like, they made you want to be like, what does that mean? Like, what is that? Like, it just, they were fun. Yeah. 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 Nice. Really good. Laura, we're getting down to the number yeah. twos, everybody. All right. All right, Laura, what do you got? So my number two was everything, everywhere, all at once, mm. which I always have a hard time getting that <laughs> out. It's a long title. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, did either of you see that? I can't remember. I Drew's haven't yet. It's have. on my... It's on my list of okay. regrets from 2022, yeah. <laughs> but I have not seen that movie yet. So this was a movie that like, everyone told me I needed to see. It was amazing. But I kind of was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And mm. like sci-fi yeah. kind of movies aren't necessarily my mm-hmm. – like I'm not super into like the Marvel and mm-hmm. DC. Sure. Not that those are really sci-fi. But, you know, yeah, it's, like, it's sure. all like kind of like a multiverse. And yeah. So I wasn't really expecting anything. I watched this on a plane actually. Um, so I had my full attention, um, but I ended up really, really liking it. Mm. It was just, the cast was incredible. The, the storyline was just so different. And another one of those movies that you don't really know where it's going. You have to really pay attention to like all, I would, I actually really want to watch it again because I'm sure Mm -hmm. now seeing it and knowing 
the the plot as a whole, you definitely probably would pick up way more things as you're watching it. Yeah. Um, just a lot of really cool scenes. Like, I don't know. It was just awesome all around. I really didn't think I was going to like it, so I was shocked when I did. <laughs> yeah, it is. It it was an experience. It really yeah. was. I was surprised that it didn't make my top. 10 I didn't fan like over but I really really enjoyed it that was the thing um and I mean it was so weird yeah it's it's very weird very different like yeah honestly I, it's like one of these movies where I'm like I kind of think I need things explained to me and I usually am not in that <laughs> yeah movie. but like the the different multiverses that were out there are so amazing um and I think you like Brian. You've probably seen just in the preview of it. I remember, but like, there's literally a multiverse where everyone just has hot dog fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and A24 actually sold gloves for Halloween that were hot dog finger gloves. Oh, I, love I love it. it. That's I know. So like, good. yeah, it's definitely yeah. one of those because I watched it on a plane by myself. So it would be a good movie to watch with someone so you can kind of be like, what the hell is going on right now? Yeah. <laughs> or is this, am I thinking correctly of what's happening? Not really sure. It's also <laughs> one of those movies though, when you were on a plane, you were almost in the perfect position to watch it, either theater or theatrical or plane, because like, you're not going to be on your phone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're in your, yeah. you have more of a, chance when you're watching at home where you're like i'm comfortable what's going on here you what's know what on? you're right i may have not fully had my attention on it otherwise i may not have enjoyed it as much but because i, I was forced to pay attention to yeah it, I'm like this is really awesome yeah it's kind of what happened here we watched it over the process of two nights because mm -hmm. we were like into it but then we were like ah, oh, we were relaxed we put it on pause here and there we did that and it literally was like a two-night thing and it was weird. It, it was, was long too, wasn't it? It, it was yeah. like almost. I think, I think it was like, like two, two, two and a half, something okay. like that. A lot of movies in 2022 uh, really did say like, let's see how long we can be. Yeah, 220 um, it was. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. there's no doubt in my mind that when Brian eventually sees it, he's going to really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I think um, you'll definitely like it. Um, yeah. I think you'll push it over your multiverse of madness. Um, I think so. There's a lot of funny memes going out there that people were just like, congratulations on writing the best multiverse movie yes. of the year to the yes. Daniels or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it, it's good. It really is. Yeah. Um, so then my number two movie of the year was Barbarian, which uh, Laura talked about uh, in the number four spot. And the really, I, I don't have much more to add to it to keep the suspense up. However, I would say the reason that it is this high up on my list is purely circumstantial. Um, I watched this alone. I watched this at nighttime. I also messaged Laura in the oh, middle yeah. of it and had <laughs> such a fun experience. Um, like talking about what I think was going to happen. And Laura literally stayed up late to continue <laughs> this conversation. It went to like 1 a.m. where I was like, oh, and like screaming and like, what just happened? Like there were, there were moments where I was, again, the marketing made you think one thing was going to happen. Mm -hmm. Something else happens. It's weird. It's silly. Sometimes it's just disturbing. And like, but then all of a sudden it's just like, what? And then you want people to die. Like, you're yeah. like, yeah. I hope that guy dies. And like, you're happy when it happens, but you're like, Ew. um, so it's just a wild experience. And I haven't had, um, I, I haven't had like such a creepy horror movie experience in a little while and it was good. So 
it just was refreshing. So it made it not, it made it really high up the list. You're so right about the marketing because like I said earlier, one of my favorite actors in it, and I had no idea because they really, unless you like specifically went and looked at details of the movie yeah. before mm-hmm. going in, you would have no idea what you're going into, which was awesome. Yeah. The the only thing I'll say to like just out loud so that Brian hears is like literally the original trailer of the movie just made it seem almost like it was going to be a home invasion movie. And they <laughs> they introduce a character right off the bat who you know, if you've watched movies or have seen this guy, you know he is usually a bad guy. Yeah. So is he the bad guy? He's creepy. Maybe, maybe not. They kind of play it both ways and you have to watch the movie to find out. And it yeah. was interesting. Wild. So it was it was definitely so interesting. Uh, but anyway, all right. So, Brian, your number two movie of the year. My number two movie of 2022. So for the listeners, you, you might not know uh, that I'm not a huge fan of scary movies. <laughs> if you didn't know that. Uh, but I my number two movie is Nope by Jordan Peele. Uh, and it was... Uh, I'm a sucker for anything sci-fi. So when I saw that there was like an alien movie um, in general, I was like, that seems interesting. It seemed weird. It didn't seem too Mm -hmm. horror-y. It seemed a little bit more, definitely it was more horror-y than like I thought it was going to be when I started watching (laughs) it. But um, the, it really like changes from one kind of movie into another kind of movie about halfway through. I love movies that do that. I loved Parasite. Um, (sighs) Mm. Parasite did that mm-hmm. like extremely well. This yeah. this also does that, and it's a great cast. It's funny and it's weird and it's creepy all at the same time. And it, it's such a good movie. The this and it's such an original like mm. idea from uh, from Mr. Peel. And he he just I, I haven't seen any of his, his other films. I know from other folks that like his other films are really good. It's wild to me that he's like three movies in and knocks it out of the park every single time. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I I was surprised by Nope, uh, in a really good way, and I liked it. And that leads right into Laura's number one movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was Nope. Which again, I I knew I was probably going to like because I liked his other yeah. movies, but I did not expect it to like it as much as I did. Um, it was one though that I did watch in a theater, and I may have talked about this in another episode. Um, but in a small theater. And when I was on vacation in my college town, like, so just like a cool place to watch it. And the audience was so into it, which hmm. just made it awesome. Cause like Brian, you yes. said, it, it's an unexpectedly funny movie. So like people were just cracking up at the right times and it just made it a whole experience. Um, but definitely like another movie where you, you kind of know it's an alien movie, but you don't really know what the heck's going on. <laughs> like yeah. most of the time. Um, and yeah, I agree. It was just an, an unexpectedly really good movie. It's like the things that are layered into that movie. Like we know it's an alien movie as the audience, right? Yeah. And we do, we know that the main character doesn't know it's an alien yet. And there's a scene early on where he gets like tricked by kids wearing oh, like yeah. alien yeah, yeah, gear. Yeah. And you think nothing of it until you realize later like, They've had experience that you don't realize that early on. You think about it later, you're like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Like, like, wh- 
it just yeah. little man again another director who just like gives you little hints and tips and if you like you just don't question it you know you don't you go in it, it definitely well, was as one deep of those as movies. as deep as like the oh what's the show there's a fictional like sitcom in the 90s the gordy like, show the yeah gordy show, yeah, the show yeah. gordy. and the, the like you know one of the first scenes of the movie is like a clip from the the chimpanzee kind of going berserk and like mm-hmm. You know, yeah, spoilers like, I for no, about murdering that a bunch whole, of people. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you spend the whole movie trying to figure out why that's relevant. Until yeah. like you know, at least for me, the very end, I was like, oh yeah, like this is all the little title cards are the the names of the horses that get abducted, and Gordy gets its own, but then also you know, Blue Jean gets its own mm-hmm. title card, and it's like it's an animal that needs to be trained, and that's like yeah. how they defeat the thing in the end. Yeah. Um, it's just really interesting. I hope they I need do to, a Gordy spinoff. I want to. Ugh. I need to watch it again. That's another one that I think yeah. needs. It deserves some rewatches uh, to really c- catch everything that's happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, uh, really totally excited agree. to hear about Drew's number one because I have been dying <laughs> Me too, to see this movie. Because I have not seen it yet either. Okay, so my number one movie of the year was uh, the gigantic flop. <laughs> <laughs> Babylon. Yeah, I've, I, that's, I haven't heard a lot about it. <laughs> now, the director, it's Damien Chazelle's fourth feature film, I think, third or fourth. He did Whiplash, La La Land, then I think he did Armstrong, and then this. So I think it's his fourth movie. Um, Damien Chazelle's the, the youngest director to ever win Best Director and Academy Award for uh, Best Directing. Um, this was... One of the wildest and craziest movies I've watched and just really made me feel like alive watching a movie again. And um, without telling the audience or or listeners or anybody too, too much, it's essentially the dark cousin to the very happy musical Singing in the Rain. Um, (laughs) It's like it's almost a companion piece of of a sense, if you'd like to call it that. it takes place at the height of the um, of the um, movie industry in the late twenties, when when overconsumption was the thing. Parties, drugs, orgies were going crazy, and then the and these two three characters. We get the old veteran actor. We get this new uh, actress who is a star before she becomes the star, and then you get this guy who's like a fixer for like part like he's like hired help, but he's just so good. And he they all want to be in the movies. The old actor is like the bright and shining star of the uh, silent film era and that's Brad Pitt and then you've got this new girl who comes in and she's like I am a star you don't become a star you are a star it's just how do you get noticed it's Margot Robbie and she's at one of her absolute best roles I've ever seen her in and then this new guy and I can't remember his name but he literally looks like the young like a super young Javier Bardem and even has the same chin and has the same voice as him (laughs) at times um but it plays out like singing in the rain for the most part. And like there's, it's again, it's like looked up to these, you can see the, it's a love letter to these really old classic movies because Damon Chazelle actually puts parts of these old movies into this movie. And then you see like one of the characters sees a movie where something 
of their life happens, but in a happy way when it wasn't happy. And it started to really affect me then towards the end because you start just seeing how this is such a love letter to cinema itself and, and how, and I, I mentioned to Brian and Laura in the text that the movie's pacing is so weird that I think that's another reason people don't like it. it is so abruptly <laughs> strange yeah. uh, because it's almost like a silent film or or a jazz song that you really like but don't know where it's going. There's so many unexpected beats. Things happen certain ways. There's chaos. There's grossness. Literally, the opening scene is about a 20 to 30 minute party scene that starts with these this guy trying to get a baby elephant for the party not a baby just an elephant for a party up this huge hill in this 1920s car um like up this hill and it's stalling out and the the elephant shits all over this guy and you're like what is happening it's so absurd and like but that's what this big casting director or this big like producer wants at his party is this elephant yeah and it's like the party is ridiculous and that's the whole movie is just the unexpected overconsumption of everything and it i i saw that and avatar on the same week they're both three plus hour movies avatar i said well i'm gonna get up and use the bathroom and get refreshments <laughs> because i need to take a deep breath and walk out of this theater and this movie i could not move yeah. i was just in the seat the whole time and my body was just like tell me more and again I, it's definitely not everyone's cup of tea it was uh it was just so crazy um but i i loved it it was immediately on my purchase this as physical media when it comes out and and all that stuff i blown away by it i wish that i see saw that a second time instead of stupid avatar for a second time um but but you know that's that's my number one so love it have to see. I was just looking up movie times to see when, like, if I can go see it. But they're not till eight o'clock at night now. Yeah. It's going to be gone. Start next a week. three and a half hour movie yeah. at eight o'clock yeah, at night. Yeah, <laughs> after trailers, it's literally three and a half plus. Yeah, like, no, we'll be yeah. waiting till uh, that comes yeah. out. On Streaming in like three weeks, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, your number one movie of twenty twenty two. Yeah, is Glass Onion by Ryan Johnson, which we've talked a little bit about already. Um, I loved Knives Out when it came out. And so as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, I can't wait for the next one. And then Ryan Johnson <laughs> was like, I'll do these for the rest of my life if they let me. I was like, yes, perfect. And he's already like agreed that he never wants to do like a Benoit Blanc origin story, which is great because yes. no one cares. Yep. He just wants to do these standalone, you know, mm -hmm. like Agatha Christie, like whodunits. Mm -hmm. And and uh, this is just another great one. And it's, it's fun because he really knows how to like do uh, create like a really interesting setting. Like the first movie was very brown and very like cold. It was set in like New England in in the it's set in like Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. in like a old dusty mansion. And this is like on a private island in Greece. Yeah. Yep. So it's just like a fun setting to place the murder mystery in. His writing is just very funny, very clever. Um and again, uh, the cast is just incredible lineup i can't wait to see like who gets cast in the next one i know he's just mm -hmm. like he grabs just like 10 fantastic actors and puts them all in a room together and it's really fun to see them work with 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 folks and it was really cool to see like leslie odom jr i, I haven't seen him in anything other than like hamilton <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh it was really cool to see him him show up as well nice 
I think he wasn't he in Murder on the Orient Express too. Oh, I was maybe. like, just, I, don't know. I, I was like, he's one. in two, two murder, two murder mysteries. mysteries right after, yeah. right after committing a murder. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like you. I can't wait for the next one. I know he's already working on the third one, so I'm, yeah. I'm pretty stoked. I, I love to see. I I like to imagine Ryan Johnson sitting in a room being like. This will be really funny to make Daniel Craig say his thick Southern accent. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, they confirmed that uh, the Halle Berry line was uh, was uh, improbbed by Daniel Craig. Oh. He like burns himself or something. He has something yeah. spicy, and he's just like Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just a complete improv line, which is oh. very funny. That's great. I love it when he has fun. Yeah. He he was in a, a Steven Soderbergh movie called Logan Lucky. Yeah, um, Logan Lucky's very good. Yes, and he's like a prison he gets out of a prison break in a southern prison and he that's where he first starts with that southern accent. Yeah. You know? He's they a that, <laughs> bad liar if you've seen yes. him in interviews because everyone's been asking him uh it's been leaked that he might have screen tested for a character called Baldur the Brave for MCU. He might have been in Multiverse of Madness, but they cut the the part. Yeah. So interviewers have been asking him, like, "Hey, do you know anything about this specific character name?" And he's like, "Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> nope. Uh, why are you bringing that up? Weird. Like, <laughs> he's just bad at lying." Uh, oh, I love it. It's very fun. I love it. Yeah. So those were uh, kind of the reasoning behind our top five. If anybody was wondering why on earth we picked the movies we did, um, you you now know. And uh, I will say an honorable mention that I completely forgot came out, wasn't on my list, was Chippendales Rescue Rangers was incredible <laughs> you know on what? Disney+. Plus. I did watch that like way back when when you said that you liked it. And it was really good. <laughs> it was so funny. It was like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit of, of yeah. today, of this generation. So it was really great. Um, but but um, yeah, Brian, did you have something else to add? You look no. like you're about to. Okay. So I think the next thing we want to just share with, uh, with everybody here, uh, we're kind of barring movies from this list, but we just wanted to share kind of uh, outside of movies, uh, our two kind of top two favorite things also or two additional favorite things of 2022 um that that we may have experienced that we may have done that we may have seen if it was a show a book or anything like that um and i will start uh and i will definitely be the corny one um this podcast is just one of my top favorites of every year um I just enjoy sharing the experience. I never thought that I would like doing this. Um, I, I know I've said this before, but when when we first talked about doing just watching movies together a long time ago, Brian was like, yeah, let's do it. And let's record it. And I was like, why? Why? And he was like, we can make it a podcast. And I was like, who would ever want to listen to this? And like, we have people who listen to this. Like we have <laughs> regulars who listen to us. Thank you so much. But we also have like people who just like check in and see what this thing is all about. And uh, yeah, I never thought that was going to be a thing at all. And like I said, you know, we've, we've had, you know, uh, this is going to buy, this is our fourth year of doing this going on our fifth, like sort of year of doing this kind of, wow. it's pretty wild. Um, We've got a ton of episodes and we just have like, we've just had such a good time. And Laura, I was just so happy that you're with us this year. I mean, that really has been uh, uh, a different change of pace, which is cool, you know, and, and it's been definitely, definitely wild. So I, one of my two favorite things of the year. And then I'm just going to, instead of going all around and doing like one in each, I'll just say the other, 
uh, favorite thing uh, this year, which is I'm trying to buy you both time, by the way. I already got uh, mine. Don't okay. Worry. <laughs> um, you know, I think um, this year there was a ton of um, just really great programming uh, TV wise, show wise, mm-hmm. like that made me like I was happy to go back to the theater and see a f- choice few movies this year. But uh, there was a lot of good shows on this year that I just was like happy to be comfortable in my own home, popping <laughs> popcorn and like and just eating stuff and watching movies with my wife and shows that were great. So I was uh, I was a, I was a I was a happy little boy this year when it came to <laughs> my entertainment. So love it, sweet. Okay, Laura, you I got your go. two ready to go. Go for it. Um, well, I will also say since you said it, being a part of this podcast. I won't use that as one of mine, but um, definitely like pushed me outside of my comfort zone. Never thought I would do this, like you said, Drew. So happy happy to be doing this with you guys. Thank you. Yeah, um, it's awesome. One of mine is a TV show, which I realized I just looked up and I'm like, wait, I don't know if this came out in 2022 or I just watched it in 2022. Oh, that um, counts. And it was, in fact, out in 2021, but I just got around to watching it this year, or last year, last week, um, Yellow Jackets. I don't know yeah. if either of you have I heard of it. I know of it. I didn't yeah. see it. Um, so it is about a high school soccer team that get on a is uh, in a plane crash and stranded in, like, the mountains of... I think it's Canada um, and they're out there for like a year and a half. And, but then it also flashes forward to their present day and who survives. And like, there's all these kind of creepy, like supernatural Mm. things that happen, but then also they're like personal drama. And it was, I've told everyone that I'm like, you need to watch this now. I just thought it was incredible. And there's a new season coming out that I am super excited for. I was, I watched it in like two days. I was obsessed (sighs) with it. So. Yeah, that was I, I had heard a lot of great stuff. It was on Showtime, so I just didn't have a way to watch it. Like, I think. Yeah, I have Sling TV and every now and then you uh, get Showtime for like a free weekend. And I did. And I was it. like, I'm finally watching this. And now I have to nice. get it when the new season comes out. So I'm going to have to pay for another <laughs> stupid subscription. Yeah, but, awesome. um, so whenever I pay for that, I'll share it with you. <laughs> nice. And now I forgot what my second one was that I just was so excited for Yellow Jackets. (laughs) (laughs) It will come back to me. We'll go to you, Brian, for the moment. I truly forgot. (laughs) Sure. Uh, So one of mine is a concert. So one of my favorite bands is a band called um, Copeland. Uh, They are like a emo punk band from Florida from like, I think they formed in like 2003. I have a tattoo of one of their album covers on my arm. I'm, I don't know why I'm showing you. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen my tattoo. Um, but, For the uh, audience that's not here. <laughs> I can't see it also. Um, yeah, they're just one of my favorite bands and I probably try to like emulate them the most in my own music. And they... Um, they like broke up for a short time and came back. So now like any time they come out with new material, it's like a big deal for me, but they did a best of album where they re-recorded some of their own favorite songs. So it's not like a greatest hits. It's a, what are our favorite songs? Let's re-record them with a symphony orchestra. So oh, that's cool. They, uh, the lead singer of the band actually went to school for like orchestral um, scoring. So he can score music like oh, wow. professionally. Yeah. So he, um, scored all the songs, brand new like arrangements for everything. They re-recorded all the songs as a group. 
they hired a whole symphony orchestra to do the music and then they uh and then they played in a cave in Tennessee um that new greatest hits album with an orchestra in a cave that I got to see it in the cave uh which is really cool um that was like super cool experience um really really fun to see that you 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 saw it in the cave yeah it was a, it's a concert venue in um Chattanooga, Tennessee called the Caverns. Um, and you, we did like a little tour before, um, two of my friends took me down there and we did like a, we went like spelunking first in one part of the cave. And, uh, and then when we went to go see the show, they just like cleaned out this big section of the cave and put speakers and chairs and everything. But like, I had like water dripping on me (laughs) on the ceiling on my seat for the whole the whole That's show because so cool, there's just though. like it's it a was cave? a legit cave yeah. uh, that wow. they just like added they clearly added like a concrete floor to it to make it a little easier to move things but yeah so it was a really cool like experience like to see and like sonically it sounded beautiful the echo of the cave with the strings and everything was just really really cool yeah That's awesome. Um, what was your other favorite thing of last year it better uh, be what I think it is I got married in October, so yeah. that was why I was in Tennessee. Uh, it was for my bachelor party, but um, yeah, I got married in October, and we had been together for nine years, so it was uh, it was cool to be able to do that at our own house. I think like th- throughout the entirety of recording this podcast, I have moved like multiple times, and like we've been planning this wedding that entire time, so it was it was really cool to be able to pull that off. And you both were there, which was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was cool too. I I immediately was like, oh, I know what Drew's thinking. <laughs> like I'm like, you. I hope that's like your your favorite thing of the year. Brian's like, I don't want to get too personal. Like, okay, <laughs> all right, all right, cool. Uh, and then rem- Laura, do you, you remember now? I remember my other thing, which Drew actually reminded me of. We before we started, we were talking about concerts, and then mm. as soon as Brian said concert, but Drew reminded me that I saw the Backstreet Boys this year. Which oh, that's so cool. M- middle school Laura was like in her glory. So <laughs> <laughs> one of my definitely one of my favorite concerts last year, and probably ever. It was it was awesome. Amazing. That's really fun. Oh, so glad that you got it. And also, thank you for that shirt for uh, Chris. Yeah, of course. Uh, appreciate that. Picked up some merch. <laughs> cool. All right. So we're going to uh, kind of do a little split here, and we're going to actually see if we can do an end of year six degrees of separation mm. um, for for Drew here um, and see if I still got it. If I can get uh, – this will be our fourth one I'm like one for three right now and doing it within the two minute time limit. So you're both typing, just trying to figure some things out. Doesn't matter if I do it in the smallest amount of connections, as long as I can do it in two minutes. So I'm trying Ryan, to think like it could it be someone from a TV show? No, they were it, in I movies mean, too. Wait, nope. Okay, they were in movies. Yeah. They were in movies. All right. Yeah. And again, it helps like I even go discreet if you want. I just hope I know who the person is because <laughs> that makes it really, I can just say Pat, fail if I don't know who the actual person is. Yeah. But. I've got mine. I have who mine. Okay. So Brian, Brian, who are you picking? Orlando Bloom. Okay. okay. So Orlando Bloom. I'm, okay. 
check. I, I know who that person is. <laughs> you know who that is. Okay. Uh, yep. Okay. Mine is Penn Badgley. He's the main actor from You on Netflix. And he, he's been in movies before? Yes, but it sounds like we may need to go another direction then if you have no idea. I I know him, but I don't know him from any movies. So I guess okay. that's a fail. I guess you guys beat me. Good job. <laughs> um, okay, now I got to think of another one. Let's go with. Do I change mine too, or are you? No. Someone out. All right. Um. This may be. Okay, let's go with this. Will give you a lot of options if you can think of the one movie. Um, Amanda Bynes. <laughs> but there's a movie that she's in. She's in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. But there's one specifically that will. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well. Uh, hopefully. All right. So, um, Orlando Bloom to Amanda Bynes. Let me. Uh, I got my timer. I'll start it up right now. See if I can do this. Here we go. Under okay. two minutes. Hopefully, click. All right. So, Amanda Bynes to Orlando Bloom. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So. Hmm. 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 Um. Okay, I'm done. So you've got uh, Orlando Bloom in Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp was in 21 Jump Street as a cameo with Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum was in She's a Man with Amanda Bynes. Boom. That was easier than I thought. 21 seconds and 21 Jump Street was the connection. (laughs) Wow. I'm not going to lie. I'm proud of myself right there. Yeah. That was uh, was really good. I was thinking because she's in Hairspray. So that has like a ton of actors in it. Mm. I literally only know that she's in She's the Man. <laughs> which is a great movie, by the way. Yeah. There's so many. I quote that movie like really often. <laughs> I like I, I think I remember seeing something about like just recently that Channing Tatum was in it. And I was like, Channing mm. Tatum's in this movie? It's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. So um, cool. All right. Sweet. I, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm happy now. That's good. Um, now, Brian. Yeah, you wanted to give us an update yeah, on I have something. A, a special announcement. I have finished, <laughs> finished watching Love Is Blind season Woo-hoo. two. Woo! Um, Drew, are you going to watch this? <laughs> I want to. I do, and you can you can spoil things. Okay. It's totally fine at this point. I I would still watch it even knowing what's going to happen because it's. You're not spoiling everything. I think it's one of those shows too. Like Brian could say a bunch of stuff now, and then you go and watch it, and you'd be like, "I don't." What? You, yeah. Until you're watching anything. it, you're not gonna click. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It so, what are your nice. thoughts? Uh, let's so see I don't. Here. I don't watch a lot of reality TV. <laughs> like I, I watch a lot of like cooking shows, and mm. like uh, The Circle is one of the few like more dating side of things. This is so much more toxic than The Circle to watch. <laughs> It's it just like hurts to watch. Yeah, everyone is yeah. so terrible to each other all of the time. Yeah, and it's just a lot of gaslighting from everyone. Like and the that's the second season. The third season is ten times worse when it comes oh, to that. Like it's I couldn't handle so it. So bad, so bad. But this you're was tough to watch correct, more than yeah. one episode. And then the reunion just went on stop. forever, and I couldn't stop. I was like, I was so done. And there was like three reunion episodes. And I was oh like, no, this is so long. Oh, because they did do you watch an the... immediate reunion, and then yeah. they do like a year later. Yeah. Um, and that's a two-parter, which is just yeah. Uh, 
it's just rough. And then you get <laughs> you get through all of that turmoil. I didn't think that. Um, uh, what's the first couple who got engaged? Danielle oh, Danielle and Nick. Yeah, yeah, the ones that dress up in the costume that you yeah. finally the guessed right. Yes, they yeah. got the costumes. <laughs> I like. I was like, "Oh, they seem pretty good." And then they got to Mexico, and I was like, "Oh, they're not going to make it." <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Make it at all. And then you get did. to like the reunion, and they're like the one of the like healthier couples of the entire group. Um, it was after she threw away his toothpaste. But yeah, yeah, that yeah. I was texting oh, his, during the thing because yeah. she, she's like, they're like checking out the. They were like together for the first time, and he's like, "Yeah, I make my own toothpaste." (laughs) She's like, "I won't be using that. I'll be throwing that away." (laughs) But they're divorced now. Hey, yeah, uh, the whole reunion ends with. uh, Sorry, hold on, Laura. I don't. I don't have a line going across for you on the bottom. I have a yellow marker next to your name. Mine. I'm showing green still. Cool. All right. Well, didn't mean to interrupt for nothing. Just for some reason on my screen, I. I have a yellow. Brian, do you see Laura with green next it's to her yellow, name? But it looks like the recording is still going, so oh. we're good. Okay, all right. Uh, well, well, that that works. Yeah, if you're seeing it, and do yeah. you have the green check mark at I the have end a green of check mark? Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's it probably says going user fine. Is experiencing some connection issues, but the recording is being saved locally, okay. so it will still like finish recording on your end and then upload it to my account. Okay. When we're done. Okay. Cool. Sorry, did not mean to interrupt. Just wasn't sure if we were losing everything or not. So. <laughs> no, it's no. fine. It, it's uh, Love Is Blind is a trash show, yes. and but it was a lot of fun. Are you still a fan of Shake? No. <laughs> no, I'm less of a fan. But yeah. the reunion was extremely satisfying. Uh, he just gets yelled mm-hmm. at by the entire cast. Oh, it's like, amazing. The entire reunion, he kept interrupting people to be like. Can I just say? And they're like, no, no. we can't. Stop talking. You said enough like, already. Everyone's <laughs> in their hands. Um, v- Vanessa Lachey was like <laughs> pissed yeah. at him. Like, yeah. I've never seen a host verbally like assault anybody <laughs> on a show before. Oh, it's amazing. It's because she's like, you're nobody. So I can talk to you like you're garbage. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Instead of like, you know. Mm, but I to be, be fair, careful. he is garbage. And he kept yeah. forgetting yeah. the entire time that he's like. Uh, the worst. The worst, and also a house DJ. I just keep forgetting that he was a house DJ this whole time. But a veterinarian. But Apparently not veterinarian. anymore, though. So. Uh, yeah, but no. you, you go through all of that drama, and it's like, oh, at least these two couples are together. And even a year later, they're together, and then it fades to black, and it's like, these two couples are divorced. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Did they actually divorce? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's only one couple if I'm correct, from the first season that's still together. And I am shocked that they are still together because watching that season, you're like, these two people are just a hot mess. And Mm. you you find out she tells him that she's like $43,000 in debt from like her school loans and like doesn't have a job and doesn't have any money. And you just see his face like, well, fuck, like what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's mine now. But they're still married. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you should definitely watch it, Drew. Yeah, I, I do. I I do want to. I, I just want to see what's going on with Shane. Honestly, like, <laughs> oh, he gets so. Following. Oh wait, I have one more question for Brian. What did you think about Shane on his wedding day? Do you think that he was on some sort of narcotics or something? Oh yeah, <laughs> he must have been. But he always kind of seems like he's on something. Yeah, he's like always like out of it. But 
Yeah. I don't know. They have their bachelor party the night before the wedding, which seems like the worst idea ever. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, he got it's so amazing. upset. Uh, he threw like a little temper tantrum. They went and like played baseball, um, like at Wrigley Field. They took them all out into the field and they all got to like hit um, baseballs. <laughs> you know that I'm good at sports. <laughs> describe sports in this way. <laughs> you know, they go onto the field and they hit the ball when it gets thrown at them with the baseball bat. They all successfully hit the ball except for Shane and so he's like in his bench like it's just embarrassing man like uh, uh, I'm just embarrassed to be even be out there you know Uh, everyone else hit the ball I mean even even Sal hit the ball and I couldn't hit the ball he like threw a little hissy fit that he couldn't he couldn't hit the ball it was very funny it's so good I love it it's amazing (sighs) okay I'm glad you did that that was yeah, yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Brian, for, for doing that for us. Taking one for the team. Very important update. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Cool. So um, one of the last things we wanted to talk about uh, before, you know, before we end off, there's just two more kind of topics we were going to go into. We wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things we're actually looking forward to in 2023 uh, in general. So... Um, there's a lot of movies and books and music and TV shows that are going to be coming out. I am personally um, looking forward to the new Gorillaz album coming out soon. Um, I, I I was not able to see them at, in Boston in October when they came around, uh, which was a really a bummer for me. Uh, but they got a new record coming out. I'm pretty stoked. There's a, um, a a sequel to a book that I really really enjoyed from 2019. That uh, is finally the sequel is coming out right now. Um, the book, the original book, was called Ninth House. Um, Ninth House is this. I, I I say it kind of reminds me of like an adult Harry Potter to some degree. It's hmm. not really that, but there is there's it's about like these um it takes place in New Haven, Connecticut, first oh, off. Okay. At um uh Yale's in New Haven, right? It's Yale. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it takes place at with the secret societies within Yale, Ooh. but there are these there's an extra group of of people protectors that have to actually utilize like magic in a sense to protect these secret societies for the weird things and rituals they do and it's a ghost story murder mystery drug movie uh uh, book about (laughs) this this girl who should not be at yale and but because of a unique situation she was in months prior uh that almost killed her she was noticed that she could see ghosts um oh. and i'm not going to get into much more than that but she sees them in actual color and anybody in this society that like wards off ghosts and stuff they can they can only see ghosts if they drink like this elixir that may kill them eventually and they can only see them in the gray tones so they always call them grays but like she sees them in plain color for some reason and um like i said there's like a murder happens and the cool thing is the author lee bardugo she actually went i think she went to yale but she was in born in new haven or she went to new haven um so she takes little bits of uh of 
ghost stories of New Haven. Like go- oh, apparently New cool. Haven is actually a very haunted mm. uh, area. Mm. And there's like a, if you Google uh, uh, the bridegroom, that's like a New Haven ghost. And this character is actually a main character in this book. Um, Interesting. It's wild, but I loved it the first time I got through it. And now I've been waiting for the the sequel and it's coming out next Tuesday. So I am like, like stoked what, for it. What's the name of it again? Because that sounds like right up my alley. Um, <laughs> the, what the, I first, the first book is called Ninth House. Ninth House. Okay. And the new one is called Hellbent. The one that's coming out okay. on Tuesday. And then like the following week, uh, one of my favorite authors who rarely puts a book out, um, Brett Easton Ellis, is putting out his newest novel. And he hasn't had a book out in like 10 years almost. Um, Brett Easton Ellis is the author of the controversial American Psycho. Um, if you we, we watched the movie, and that was a wild movie, but the book is like a thousand times uh, more graphic, harsh, bloody, mm. gory, and hilarious too it is so funny uh american psycho is so funny that it's almost disgusting that you're laughing at half of the things <laughs> mm-hmm. you're laughing at yep. in that book um so brett easton ellis has a new book coming out i'm really excited to see where it goes because he writes his best stuff when it's based in the 80s and it's like an 80s slasher um story like there's a serial killer in los angeles and it's in this preppy drugged out school um where these characters are are in and it seems like it's very gonna be like a very fun brett easton ellis book so um yeah, those are my my books and uh, music things I'm excited about, and I'm not going to go through every single movie I'm excited <laughs> about. There are all of them. so <laughs> many. I yeah. I'll tell you, there's like the normal stuff. Here's one that that you probably don't know. I'm super excited about Magic Mike's Last Dance is coming out. I was going to guess I that. Cannot <laughs> wait. Uh, both of the Magic Mike movies are phenomenal movies. Yeah. Um, so you, they actually are doing a, a third, and I'm. Are you more being than, sincere? Are you sincere as hell, Laura? <laughs> I can't tell. Uh, the very first one I thought was just going to be like a cr- stupid movie, and I was like, mm-hmm. "There's a lot of heart in this movie." Yeah. And then the second one kind of made picked fun of at itself. Yeah. There's literally a scene where someone does like a drug strip dance in a a a. Um, in a gas station to uh, a Backstreet Boys song yeah. uh, that goes on, and it's just freaking wild. Um, but Ant Man's coming out, uh, Creed three, um, John Wick four. Yes, freaking, I'm excited for that. Uh, I am sort of excited for Super Mario Brothers, not really, but hey. sort of. Yeah. Um, that Nick Cage movie, Renfield, that's actually about Dracula's uh, guy in the inside. I'm oh, stoked about Renfield because Nick Cage is going to really overdo it. Oh. Guardians. Uh, uh, God, there's again, I'm literally at June at this point. I've already said 30 things. Yeah. yeah. Cocaine Spider-Man. bear. I, I'm going to wait. I've and heard see so about much about bear. that. I don't get it. <laughs> it's going to be it's a real story. It's yeah. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Freaking. I'm really Mission excited Impossible. for Indiana Jones. I am. Barbie. I, I'm excited oh, Barbie. for Barbie as well. I'm, Oppenheimer. Even though I'm I'm gonna attempt to not see Oppenheimer in theaters, even though I should. Just to spite 
Yes, Nolan. just to spite Chris Nolan. I'm gonna watch it on an iPod Mini. Yeah, for his <laughs> shitty, for his shitty attitude of the COVID pandemic. Oh, I'm not. I'm. People have to see my movie in the midst of this in theaters. I will not move my thing, and I will not. Do, it's like get bent. I won't do movies for Warner Brothers anymore because they put movies out in theaters and at home on HBO Max the same day. Look, dude, I get a lot of people put a lot of hard work in these, but there's a pandemic. Yeah. Let people see your freaking movies. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so there's other things that I can't even think about, but yeah, tons of stuff coming out. Really excited. But uh, yeah, that's my my main stuff here. And only one show I'm going to mention right now. There's tons of shows that are coming out, but I cannot wait for next week for The Last of Us to come out on mm. HBO. I am beyond excited. Laura, have you seen anything? Do you I know anything know. about it? Last of Us is a video game, a super popular video game, and it is literally about a, um, a infection that basically spreads across the world, creates sort of zombie-ish yeah, people. Sounds familiar now, yep. And... We're talking like 10 years after there's societies, the government is there, but it's mm -hmm. very strict. There's a lot of um, good, bad stuff happening, but there's a guy who smuggles things in and out. It's Pedro Pascal, which we all love. Mm -hmm. um, and his task is that he's supposed to smuggle a person, a little girl, out and go west, which you're not allowed to do. Um, no. And... If in the trailers, this is not a spoiler. In the trailers, they show she was attacked or bitten or something, and it's been over three weeks. It's usually within two days you turn. Yeah. So she, there's, she is the key to possible survival. They made two games. Um, the show looks epic. It looks grand. I, I can't wait. I started playing the video game for the first time too, and it's basically scary but thrilling and cool. So I'm stoked for next Sunday. Yeah. yeah. It all sounds familiar now that you're saying it. I remember seeing the the preview for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to watch the show. I bought a PlayStation in early 2020 because I was like, "Well, I'm home. I'm gonna finally play some PlayStation exclusives that I haven't had a chance to play, like The Last of Us." And that was the first game that I booted up. And I got like maybe two hours into it, and I was like, "You know what? I can't play this game right now. <laughs> this is like peak." No one's allowed to leave their homes. Yeah. Like, yes. Oops, yes. there's a pandemic. And I was like, I can't play this game. <laughs> yeah. not, not right now. Hitting a little too close to home. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah. I hadn't picked it up again since, but I'm excited to watch the show because as far as like, I didn't even get very far, but like the voice acting was incredible. The direction of that game was really, really good. And, and the game, the guy who developed the game is one of the, the showrunners. So you That's know, awesome. it's going to be, you know, it's going to be as it's, they're probably going to change things obviously to make it, viable for tv but the spirit of it's going to be there so i'm I'm really excited awesome yeah. laura what are you looking forward to in 2023 uh so drew hit on most of the movies um indiana jones i'm a sucker for mm. the indiana jones movies even the new ones i don't care if people don't like them i like them <laughs> what's the one with shia labeouf the crystal oh, that's the crystal skull, baby. I don't know why I really like that one. So we're, I'm here for the when new Mutt one. When Mutt was swinging through the trees like Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Barbie. <laughs> I'm just interested to see what that movie, what, what it's going to be. I just really don't know if it's going to be awful or really good. We'll see. The fact that 
so many people are saying the script is so good. And this is the other thing I was telling my wife yesterday too, that, um, the, the director, Greta Gerwig, which she is awesome. She's an actress, but she also did like the new little women. She's done other movies. She used to be married to this other very artsy director named, uh, Noah Baumbach. Uh, Noah Baumbach co-wrote, I think the Royal Tenenbaums with, um, okay. oh, with cool. Wes Anderson, but he's gone and done his own career and he's done very weird and like independent dramas squid and the whale he did that one with uh, a marriage story for netflix with oh, adam driver yeah, yeah. and that was based on loosely based on his divorce from greta gerwig oh. so like but the crazy thing is they're still friendly like there's they're a divorce case that's ended well because like he's got a new movie with adam driver out right now on netflix that's like a weird drama comedy about like the like a plague or end of the world situation. Hmm. Um, I think it's called white noise. And she, Greta Gerwig is playing Adam driver's wife in the movie. <laughs> like there's still, and then, but the reason I'm going this far in, into this, this whole thing is that I just saw that Noah Baumbach also co-wrote Barbie with Greta Gerwig. So okay. like, they're still close. And they, so everyone has been saying it's funny. It's weird. It's bizarre. It's out there. It's one of the, the guy who played, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, uh, Shang Chi. What's his real name? Samo Samo Samu Hung. Is that mm -hmm. it? No. Uh, Lu. Lu. Yeah. Samu Lu. He said that it was the best script he's ever read. Like I, I can't wait. So yeah, yeah Barbie is going to be out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to bogart no, your actual like okay. your favorites, but it just <laughs> I I love interjecting facts and things like that. And then my other one I'm looking forward to, which I didn't know. Well, there was going to be a new one until we were just looking before this, but it's The Exorcist, which, because yeah. we know, one of my scary movies. I have to wait till October, apparently, for it to come out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, really excited for that now. I have to watch the trailer after this. Is there a trailer for it yet? Yeah, a teaser trailer. So, okay. Yeah. Because I know our Evil Dead that's coming out this year does have the full trailer came out yesterday. Yeah. Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's it for, like, movies um, and then concerts. Um, already have a pretty good lineup starting for the summer. I'm pretty excited. So got the Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, uh, we, my, my uh, sister-in-law ended oh, up getting emailed from Oh, from, you got uh, the, like, second round master. thing? Yeah, she got them. And she's second row from what? the front or first row. That's like, awesome. She literally, they gave her like amazing seats. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm behind that a pole, was crazy. but that's fine. It's still still going to be there. <laughs> I have obstructed oh, yeah, view. Oh, T-Swift. T-Swift. Um, what else? Lizzo. Going to see Lizzo. Oof, that's Pretty excited for that. Um, Matt Nathanson, which a lot of people don't know, but he's more of like a smaller like artist, but from like I went to go see him like in college. So excited mm. that he's coming around again. Uh, and then I got my lawn pass again for uh, Hartford. Yeah. So we have no idea what the concerts are going to be or they haven't announced anything yet. So we just bought them blind, hoping that uh, there's at least like four concerts that we like You'll get to, to pay for it. But You'll definitely get a few good ones. Yeah. So, yeah. so then we're going to have to actually like figure out your schedule so we make sure that we record <laughs> the right days. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them, usually they're on the weekend, luckily. Uh, but there are oh, some few good. random, like, 
Tuesday night concerts. Like, who wants to go to a concert on Tuesday night? But I guess, you know, they're traveling everywhere. They have to make it work. But yeah. right, it's never fun the day next day. I want to see Tim McGraw on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see Tim McGraw, actually. So what about you, Bri? What are you looking forward to? Um, yeah, I, there's a lot that you both mentioned that I'm, I'm very excited for. Um, so outside of that, uh, actually on uh, New Year's, one of my favorite bands dropped, uh, dropped a new record. Uh, they're a funk band called Wolfpack. Um, and they played this huge show at like Madison Square Garden a few years ago. So I'm hoping that with the new record drop that they're going to oh, announce a tour soon yeah. and maybe they'll play again. Um, uh, myself and a friend from work have already like messaged each other to be like, as soon as they announce it, we're getting tickets for Madison yeah. Square Garden. We got to go see them there. Um, there's a video game dropping next year, which I uh, enjoy video games. I don't often beat video mm. games. Um, but Jedi Fallen Order is one of the few games that I've ever beaten, and Jedi Survivor comes out next year. It's like mm-hmm. it's not even a type of game that I enjoy playing, but the story is so good that I get through it just so I can experience the story. They hired like an actual actor who does the voice acting, but the the main character is modeled after Cameron uh, Monaghan. Mon- is it from Shameless? From Shameless, the yeah, the red one of the brothers. Guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's the main like Jedi. Like he was a Padwan during the Clone Wars and and goes into hiding. And Jedi Fallen Orders, you know, about him coming to terms with, you know, feeling like he let down his Jedi Master. And now we pick up, you know, years later, he's kind of established. He's got his powers and stuff. So what's going to happen with that? And since the first one was so successful, and since they've been steamrolling ahead with all the Star Wars content, just a lot of speculation that it will tie into other shows and things that are happening. It takes place right around the same time as um, that Obi-Wan show that came out last Mm -hmm. year. Uh, So hopefully we'll see more like tie-ins because he's a a good actor and the character is really interesting. So it'd be cool to see him potentially in live action next year. I think we will. He was at Disneyland when they actually brought his character's lightsaber to the park to be one of the lightsabers you can do. Yeah. So like, I think we're going to see him tie in. But which was no, a, that's a fan voted thing. They, there yeah. was like a list of lightsabers that, and fans got to vote on which ones they wanted to see live action. Yeah. So like above other established characters for movies and stuff, they picked this character, yeah. which is um, just really good but i'm excited to play it they added a bunch yeah. of new features just from like a gameplay perspective it's it's mm-hmm. there's a lot more you can do in the game now which is really cool yeah i was wondering that i just saw the preview and i was like that looks like like do you get to start with all the old powers that you had and then you have to get all these new yeah, ones yeah you got to learn more or do you or do you have to start from scratch and learn all the old stuff again that you could do from the first one like yeah, so interesting. And I'm the same way, Brian. I don't beat video games. I like the, I, I like the idea of video games. Yeah, I play them on easy. Um, yeah, same here. Like, I got to get through it. But I, am, uh, I did just play my best game of golf on uh, Switch Sports the other day. Love it. Yeah, 18 holes, negative three, minus three. Yeah, come on. But <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is the other game I'm excited for, too. Oh, Brian, that's yeah, that's going to be really fun. Yeah. They're probably going to add, like, Venom into that or something. Which yes, he is. In cool. the preview, he's in it. That's cool. Ah. Um, the other movies that weren't mentioned that I'm super stoked for uh, well so TV shows Mandalorian season 3 comes out uh, this spring yeah, very excited soon. for that um, they've been crushing those uh, for movies uh, Dune 2 is yes. this, this year uh, which is mm-hmm. very okay. exciting I love the, the first one um, and but by the time you get to the end of the movie it just like ends 
And you're like, wait, what? I have to wait another year and a half for uh, for more of this? Um, mm-hmm. So very excited for that. Very excited for uh, Across the Spider-Verse is coming out as well. Yes. Which was like a huge, uh, it was an animated, uh, Sony animated Spider-Man movie um, that like, uh, there's really cool YouTube videos that you can find about how that movie changed the way animation works. Like it was such a groundbreaking way to do animated movies that you immediately saw Pixar and mm-hmm. Disney and DreamWorks start to copy that animation style mm. um, in their own movies that came out afterwards. And you don't see that until that movie comes out, yeah. uh, which is really groundbreaking. That was um, Chris... Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. They were, yeah, they both they produced. Yeah, uh, I think they're back for the second one too, which is going to yep. be huge because once the first one was so successful, again they're they're probably going to throw a bunch of actors in there. Yeah, there's uh, a ton, and this is and it's split into two movies too. So we're seeing the yeah, the first part, part one is this year. Yeah, so that would be cool. That's definitely an in theater experience that I'll be doing. Yeah. And, but I, I'm a sucker for those, uh, for movies like Spider Man, those uh, seats that shake and move and stuff, oh, the D box. Yeah. Every time I see a Spider Man movie, I have to see it in there because I feel like I'm swinging. When they swing, you, sw- you the seat moves. Oh, that's one so way. cool. It is so wild. Like, so yeah. I'm going to definitely see it in that D box. I haven't done it at all last There's- year, but. One of those around here? Yeah, in Manchester, you oh. could, there's two theaters that have the seats, the D box seats. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, it's you know it's an extra ticket, but yeah. hey, if we all go together, then it's on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might get me to see a Spider-Man movie that way. <laughs> I, I honestly, I think you'd love the soundtrack. The sa- I like oh, it's the so soundtrack good, yeah. from the first one was like yeah, so good. Um, I imagine it, this one will be just as good. The, the, just the visuals and the audio story and mm. comic book stuff aside, it was a really cool experience. I'll have to watch it, yeah. You should watch the first one, Laura. I You'd will. like it because the other thing is it's not like, like a yeah. it's not a Spider-Man movie that's connected to all these other Spider-Man movies. It's a standalone movie that at least the first one is where you can just watch it. It's not even based – the main character isn't your typical Peter Parker yeah. Spider-Man. It's like another character is the main character. Um, and like Brian said, there's so many voice or actors in it. Like Nicolas Cage is in it in the in this one. Yeah. Um, and he's incredible <laughs> in it. Yeah. John Mulaney too. Uh, yes, John Mulaney, oh, Leif Schreiber. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely have to watch it. Yeah. I don't it's, hate, like I don't dislike superhero movies. It's when it gets into the ones of like you need to watch all the other ones yeah. to really fully know what's going well, you on. You haven't yeah. seen the first 27 <laughs> yeah. yeah. films. I saw the first Spider-Man like way back in the day with Tobey <laughs> Maguire. So it's yes. <laughs> as far yeah. as I got. You should check it out. If you, I think you, I think I, I password shared something with you, right? Yes. One of those sort yeah. Of, yeah. I've got it on there. You can check it out. All right. It's good. I'll do that. Uh, the last Sweet. one that I was excited for is uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie that's coming oh, out God. in early spring. Um, it. it looks not great. <laughs> Drew, right? Um, I'm glad that this is the reaction Drew's having because this means that I'm definitely taking Drew to go see it. Uh, <laughs> in this, see in the it, same man. way that I made him see Detective Pikachu in Toy <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's just Chris Pine and it's just it's very fun. Uh I don't think it will appeal to anybody who hasn't played Dungeons and Dragons. So no. I don't think it's going to do particularly well, but um mm. there's a ton of little in jokes from the trailer that like I get that cuz I'm a nerd. 
I feel like it's going to anger hardcore Dungeons and Dragons fans more than it would. And like, there will be people who are like, I, this looks like a cool movie and like see it and like it. But I have to say this. I think the trailer was just not edited well to make people who don't like Dungeons and Dragons like this movie. Mm, yeah. I think it's it, like, I get like a teaser being for the specific audience. Then you make a wider trailer to try to rope more people in. But like, this was a, even if you call this a teaser, it's like a two minute plus trailer. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, ah, like, <laughs> like I, I'm, Oh God, Brian, are we really going to see this? <laughs> we are now. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm also I also very much so want to rent out a theater based off of a dumb joke from when I saw Glass Onion in theater and I got to see the trailer for another movie that's coming out called uh, 80 for Brady. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with this no. piece of cinema that's coming out. No. I saw the trailer just the other day. It's like extra horny golden girls who want what? to What? Based on a true story, they want to go see the Patriots play. And I did see this like, trailer. This looks awful. They're extremely horny for Tom Brady. And uh, I, I was watching it with um, Chris, who was on the podcast recently. And I like leaned over to him in the theater. I was like, we're going to see that in theaters. We're going to rent out a theater <laughs> to see this movie. We're going to tell people that we've rented yeah. it out for Ant-Man oh. 3. <laughs> and everyone's going to show up. And actually, we're all watching 80 for Brady. Oh my see, God. like, I think that's not fair. I think you both should go see it in a full theater on, a, on like, a Friday it's not afternoon. Be <laughs> no, no. Friday afternoon before dinner. Um, yeah. You know, and... A matinee. You, yeah. yeah, matinee. A full packed matinee on a Sunday, right after church, and I want to see. I want you to uh, see this movie uh, in that environment. But I do. I love Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin and Sally Field. I, know, I love Grace them and all. So maybe Grace maybe and Frankie we'll reunion. Good. We'll find out when we go to see it. Uh. I like that. We're going to do a double feature, Drew. We're going to watch that. Which one do you want to watch first? Dungeons and Dragons or 83? Because <laughs> we're going to do them back to back. But you know, people are going to go see it just for Tom Brady. And um, Gronk Wrong. is in it, too. Yeah, so, yeah, like, oh, people are going to go see it. <laughs> it's worth- in New England. <laughs> well, I guess that's true. I, yeah. <laughs> Not the rest of the country. <laughs> Uh, flops that, in New York. That's a very good point. Oh, that's funny. Oh, oh, oh that's great. Well, I'm glad that you're excited for 80 for Brady. Guy Fieri's in it. Yeah. Who? Guy Fieri's in it. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, actually. Mean, you got to see the trailer for this, Laura. I watched it, but apparently not close enough. All right. Yeah, he's oh, in the trailer like quite several a bit. Really? Guy Fieri's, oh, yes. I must have just been like, no, this isn't good, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Awesome. Brian, any other final um, looking forward to in 23? No. No. Okay. Well, then let, let's watch one that you will be looking oh, forward boy. to. Um, we have a, a, a trailer, and we'll, again, we'll, we'll you know fast forward through us watching it. Um, but uh, I want all of us to uh, watch this uh, trailer. Okay? All right. I'm ready so to hit play. All right. Let me load up mine. Holy shit, that's a trailer. Like, <laughs> So now, now, Brian, where does that fall on your most wanted to watch in uh, uh, Looking Forward bottom, to? Bottom of the list. That was an intense trailer. Wow. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Like, what else could be left even, in the movie? 
I, I just watched Brian and you the entire time. That I was the... get, I got the ch- chills from it. Uh, I thought the Evil Dead series was like a... in a cabin in the woods. I don't know. I I, oh. I always thought it was like a zombie zombie series. Uh, it's like de- possessed stuff yeah. and like there's there. I mean there's it, there is like an army of dead and and sort of zombieish people. But it's not really a zombie thing. It's more like demonic. Yeah, because okay. they like conjure them don't they yeah. that, in that first movie kind of yeah from the from the book there the yeah. necronomicon the, ne- the necronomicon yeah mm-hmm. necronomicon but holy Ex- crap yeah i wonder yes. if that's gonna be one of those movies where everything you just saw in the trailer are like all the scary parts because that was a lot so. of creepy things in one I, trailer i'm pretty confident that that movie is gonna be uh is gonna have a lot of stuff in it so oh, i'm excited when does that come out i think april I believe. All right. Sign That's me up. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, just before we uh, finish off, um, we just wanted to let uh, the listeners know what kind of uh, what we've got planned for 2023. Um, you know, we are going to keep going with with this uh, experiment that we've been doing for a couple of years now here. Uh, but we're going to actually try to have some themed months this year, try to do uh, particular types of movies and get you involved a little bit as well. So I'm not going to go through all of our uh, months ahead, but uh, for February, uh, we're going to tackle some romance movies, some uh, so romantic stuff, uh, romantic dramas, comedies, whatever uh, what's going to happen. But what we'll do is um, we'll provide um, probably four to five movies in the month prior. So in a week or so, we'll provide four or five movies. We'll do this on, um, I think we'll just do it. Well, we'll figure it out. It'll either be Instagram or Twitter. We have more people who follow us on Instagram, but Mm -hmm. I think you can only do like a day for a poll on Instagram. So it might have to be like two days worth and we'll have to compile some data and shit like that. (laughs) Give you two chances to enter. I don't know. But we'll uh, list uh, movies and the top two highest uh, percentage, you know, voted for movies. Those will be the two things that we put out uh, for that month uh, under that particular theme. Um, you know, and who knows, maybe we'll abandon it halfway through if we don't like where it's going. <laughs> but uh, right now we are uh, committed to <laughs> these particular themes and things we want to watch. So uh, really excited. But your involvement is going to be key in that uh, coming up. So please tell your friends, tell your parents to vote, uh, you know, rock the vote for us. Uh, share <laughs> our, our stuff and uh, so we can get it. And we want to see more than uh, 10 people vote this year. Um, really knock it out of the park, everybody. So that's really the big thing. But for February, we're going to do some romance. We're going to get some romance going up in the, uh, in the real doof's house. Hello. So pretty excited. I'm, I'm pretty stoked here. So, all right, everybody, that's what I've got for you. Uh, any final wrap up, uh, 2022 end of year celebration words, Brian, Laura, you want to say to anybody? New year, new me. I don't know. <laughs> new year, new me. Oh, I love it. Heck yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Awesome. Right? No. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. Brian's well, staying then, the same. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, that's good. That's definitely Never good. Never change. So. I actually, I hate the new year, new me thing. 
Ah, well, we will just say this then. Thanks for listening to us last year, uh, the year's past as well, and Happy New Year this year. And uh, we'll continue to uh, hopefully make you smile or laugh or or just really get angry at our opinions. Uh, (laughs) But we'll continue on 2023. And... uh, Thanks again, everybody. Hope you all have a great day. Um, and if if you want, Brian, how do they contact us again? Like and stuff. Like it'd be cool if uh, you want to share your favorite movies or music or books or shit like that from last year to us. We'd love to know. Insert pre-recorded message here. 